0: trouble in this world, amen
1: that's the reality but once again there is hope for those who believe and we're going to study today and we're going to learn today what's going on uh, through scripture for us as the church, we see nations that are at war and we have the United Nations where they're trying to reconcile these nations so they could sign an agreement But signing a document not necessarily brings peace to those nations or to those people. And that is a fact. Again, there are families that are going through a lot of hardship in many different areas in our lives. Even with people within the church. What can we say about the people outside of the church? People are seeking peace in the wrong places. Drugs, alcohols, and living crazy, crazy lives away, afar from God. There are the financial situations where people are losing their jobs. Especially for men, it's really hard. How are they going to keep it up and provide for their families? It's hard. It's really, really hard. And where illnesses I know somebody that's going to be operated uh, On the 2nd of April Young woman She just got married uh, She's a daughter of the God that discipled me Mario Also has my my name <laughs> But she's going to have an open They're going to open up her head And going to be operating Young, young lady In her 20's And there is hardship on that they were telling me. I was talking to him. To the father yesterday. He was saying. That just one test. Runs like. hundred and twenty thousand dollars. It's crazy. And that brings. Fear. That brings. Uncertainty on, on the people. How are we going to pay for this. And, and we lose peace. We lose peace. And there's people every day. That are dying without hope. As we say, without Christ. People are afraid of dying. And I don't blame them. Because there is no hope in them. And so they have no peace. And even though at their funerals, they say, rest in peace. If you don't have Christ, there will be no peace for that soul. You know that. I know that. Those are just words that might sound nice but are not truth. In a church, we speak the truth. And peace can only come from God. There is no other way. If we look for a definition about peace, in modern Hebrew is the word of shalom, which means the absence of conflict between people or among the people. In different languages, this uh means of peace is to be without trouble huh. we all have troubles, don't we? Other uh interpretation is to have no worries. I remember in the eighties there was this song that said, "Don't worry, be happy yeah, yeah it's okay to sing it. It's okay to appear that you might have that peace or no worries at all. But the day has 24 hours, doesn't it? And sooner or later, you're going to get smacked. You're going to get hit with reality. And you will lose that peace. You and I could lose that peace easily, so easy. The Apostle Paul, I remember he says on Philippians chapter 4 verse 11 he said I have learned to be content with whatever circumstances I'm in so one thing that's very important here about the peace that the Lord has given us is that we need to learn to deal with our circumstances and remember God promised for us as believers and remember that when Paul wrote this letter he was in jail and then he says on Philippians 4.4, 4, he said, Rejoice in the Lord. Again I say to you, rejoice. Now how can somebody that's locked up in jail could say to the people that are outside, Rejoice in the Lord. Because if you have peace, you could have joy. You could not have joy without peace. And Paul had the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ in his heart regardless that he was locked up in jail could you imagine if somebody tells you that you're going to be locked up right now Will you be rejoicing on that Will you be happy about that if somebody tells you your boss tells you you're losing your job or you go to the doctor and get a check and you say you know what you have these illnesses and you only have 30 days what you will lose your peace I will lose my peace But Paul said something very interesting here. I have learned. So as believers, I think we need to learn to cope with whatever circumstances that we might be in. And may the peace of the Lord will push away any circumstances, whatever you might be going on right now. Right now. So it is important what these guys wrote. He said, every minute you remain angry, I know none of you guys here in Lovington remain angry, right? Every minute you remain angry, you give up 60 seconds of peace of mind. This was written by Ralph Waldo Emerson. That's very interesting. So let us learn today about the peace of God. That we might have that peace with God That we might have peace With the people that are around us Whether it's at family, at work In our neighborhoods People that we know But most of all Let us have peace Ourselves We need that peace You turn the News channels Every day, day in, day out It takes your peace away and you know that it takes the peace away from us. But once again, there is hope. And that hope is in Jesus Christ. If we look at the context of John uh, the, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, we need to remember that Jesus had told his disciples that he was going to go uh, up to heaven, right? And he was going to go ahead and build some mansions for them. That might all sound good if somebody tells you Hey I'm going to go build a mansion for you And you could go there and live You might say man that's great But for the disciples It was different Because They were going to Miss out on his master Which was Jesus right Jesus walked with them Jesus was teaching them Even though they were stubborn They, could, they did not get it right They did not get what Jesus was trying to do for them For example, in verse 1 of John 14, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. So what he's saying is, trust in me. Trust in God. If you you have trusted in the God of Moses, of Abraham, and Jacob, he said, trust in me. What I'm telling you is true and I know after you hearing my words you feel trouble listening to me that I'm that I'm leaving that I'm leaving and that I'm going somewhere and that I'm going to build this wonderful place for all of you guys as you guys say here all y'all right that's a new word for me when I, when I moved to New Mexico <laughs> so <laughs> so they were like Man, where, where are you going? And Thomas was the one that said that as we're going to see this. Uh, so in verse 6, Jesus said to him, said to Thomas, Thomas, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. What he was saying to Thomas and to all the disciples there, he was saying, have no doubt that I am the Messiah. Have no doubt that what I'm promising to you guys it's it's true. and I know you you're like afraid right now. remember there was persecution right? People didn't like Jesus for what he was teaching and they knew that once he was gone, the persecution would come to them also. We're so lucky here in the United States that we're not persecuted. you know we're not. You know, people getting shot in other places, they're beheaded, you know. Here, we don't have to worry about stuff like that. So he was telling them, have no doubt, just trust in me. And on verse 18, he goes and tells them, I will not leave you orphans. Yeah, but Jesus, you tell them that you're in us. How can you, we not be orphans? You're like leaving us right now. He said, don't worry. I'm going to, I'm praying to that, to the Father, and He's going to send the Holy Spirit, right? And that's what, he, that's exactly what He did. So He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you through the Holy Spirit. But He was also prophesying that He will come back again for the second time again. And we believe in that, right? Jesus is coming back again for the second time. So we're going to look at the text today on verse 27. That's the text that we're going to be looking at. So Jesus went on and said this to his disciples. On John 14 verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. So we're going to look at three characteristics of hope for divine peace right here. Number one, the nature of peace. And we find that in the in the beginning of verse 27. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. Now the peace that we have from God through Jesus Christ, it's a gift. It's a gift. Just like grace, just like His love. They're all gifts. To those that believe in Jesus Christ How many of you uh, Receive gifts for your birthday Look at that kid over there He said yeah I got some gifts It's a girl right Got short hair okay He's all jumping up there So we get excited right when we get a gift What do you do when you get that gift That's all wrapped up You open it up right And if it's something to wear You wear it if it's like an iPad or something like that, well you use it, right? If it's a watch, you put it on. Clothes, you, you wear them, right? Shoes, you put them on, and you show them off, right? So people what? People could see them, right? So we receive these gifts. You don't just receive the gifts and you like, ah, I got this nice iPad. I'm not gonna use it, right? Remember when Paul say, I have learned? The idea there is to put to practice what we have received. That's the idea. That's the concept. So I know we all go through trouble once in a blue moon or maybe all the time. Right? But we have learned to be at peace with God, with others, and with ourselves. So peace is a gift that we receive. Jesus also promised that he will send the Holy Spirit. In part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is what? What does it say in Galatians chapter 5 verse 20, 22? It says that peace is a gift of the Spirit also. Right? So, peace in the New Testament has to do with a person standing before God. That's the biblical meaning of having peace. Because whether you are a Christian or you are not a Christian, we are going to stand before God one day. One day. Whether you like it or not, we are all going to be standing before Him. And the gift that we have received, which is Jesus Christ, is the assurance basically that assurance that we are saved by grace through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on that cross in Calvary that gives us peace not that we deserve not to be trembling before God because we should but it gives us peace to know that we have somebody that's our lawyer before God also and his name is Jesus right So we have that assurance That when we come before God He's not going to send us to Hell And that gives me peace While I'm still alive That gives me peace And that's exactly In the context of what Jesus is talking about here And throughout the whole Bible The peace is given to us So when we stand before God Number one We will be or have the assurance That we will be spared In the Bible we find The rebellion between man and God And that's because of the original sin We are all sinners Amen We are all sinners We all have sinned before God But he loves us so much That he gave his beloved son And those that believe in him Will be saved And that should give you and me peace to know that. If we trust in the scripture, if we trust in God's word, we know then how to act. And our reaction should be have peace. Because it's already preparing a place for those that believe in him throughout the whole uh, ages or time. So humanity hates God, right? Human being loves God whether you're a man or a woman. There's nothing in between. It's a man or a woman. And mankind hates God. We love the darkness. We don't like the light. But by God's mercy, He has brought us from the darkness to His light. And that is a blessing by itself. And that's the good news. That's the gospel. In Romans chapter 5 verse 1. The apostle Paul wrote. Therefore. Since we have. Been justified by faith. We have peace with God. Through Jesus. Christ our Lord. The peace of God. Protects us. Protect the believers from anxiety. Which none of you have. Doubt You're not Thomas Thomas had doubt But we don't right From fear We are not fearful We're strong in the Lord right We fear no giants in our lives Right Like losing a job Or any illnesses We don't fear anything of that Or distress Whatever's going on in, in the world, whether it's war or famine or anything you, you could imagine of. We don't, we don't have those things in our life because we're Christians, right? Wrong, right? We go through that stuff. Why? Because we're still in this world. And sometimes because we put ourselves in the systems of these worlds instead of focusing more on God's kingdom. Remember what He said on the word? Seek what? The kingdom of God, right? But, a lot of times, we as Christians and as humans, we tend not to seek God's kingdom. But we're focusing more on the things of this world. And that's why we're in trouble. Because we're we're not fixing our eyes on Christ. But we're fixing our eyes on the situations of this world. And of course, we're going to have anxiety. Doubt, that's why you have a lot of people taking a lot of pills. Because they're looking for that peace that they cannot find. And trust me, you're not going to find it in the pills. And I'm not saying not to take them, right? That's not what I'm teaching today. That I'm saying is that a lot of the times we get to that point because... We have put our eyes fixed on the situations that surround us. On the circumstances that surround us. Instead of trusting the Lord. Instead of putting, going on our knees and start praying to the our God. And start believing what He said in His promises in Scripture. Trust me. I've been there. I've been anxious many times especially as a church planter you know I have two kids beautiful kids my wife is also beautiful she's not here she's coming back on Tuesday but we we go through all these things but sometimes we kind of take our eyes off the ball right and we're not playing the game that we should be playing because we're focusing on something else The Apostle Paul also wrote these words on Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. How can this be? When we're going through a hardship when we're going through a bad situation our heart is fearful our mind is just going different ways, how I'm going to solve this. And you know what? Sometimes we don't even seek God for wisdom, and we lose the peace. We stop trusting on God because we're trusting on our own understanding. We forgot about God's promises, which there are 365 promises in Scripture one for each day think about it and sometimes we forget about those promises and we, re- we try to resolve the problems ourselves when we have this wonderful God that's right there with us remember the people of Israel when, they, when God took them away from Egypt first it was like how are we going to get away from this guy he's, he's Pharaoh, he's the king And God did it. They got away. And what they did after they they were in the desert? They were complaining. They forgot about what God did for them. That doesn't happen to you. That doesn't happen to me. We forget. And I go back to that word that Paul says about learning. You know, we all went to school, right? And some of the kids here, they're going to school right now. Have you ever forgot your ABCs? Have you, did you put to practice the ABCs? Two plus two? 21, right? No! Right? You never forget those lessons. I was, well, we, we came kind of early today, and there were a few kids here practicing uh, some songs. And there was a kid with a coin, he was running around, and the teacher was trying to, hey, you know, we gotta sing this song. He's like, it's okay, you know. He's not getting it right now. But repetition, right? He's going to get it. And he was more concerned about the coin than the song. That's what happened to us in our lives. We look at our circumstances instead of focusing on what we're supposed to be focusing on. And that is a fact. Trust me, that had happened to me too. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just teaching God's word and what He wants for us to be focusing in. Amen? I am sure that you who believe in Jesus Christ have experienced God's peace at one time or another in your life. Whether it was somebody dying in your family... You know, it wasn't just words of people coming to you and saying, You know, I'm with you. You know, you, there was something spiritual about it. There was something that you could not understand that was going on in your life that you felt this peace. And that came from God. Whether it was a turmoil, a bad situation in your life, and, and God's peace was right there with you. It's like with kids, right? They're they're taking their final exams and they're like, got no nails now. What can I bite? But then something happens that they start trusting in God and God's peace come upon themselves. And they could go ahead and take that test without no fear. Because peace push away fear away. If you have fear, you have no peace. You cannot have any joy. And I get it. I get that. But we need to learn to depend more and more. Learning through different experiences that we have in our own lives that Jesus is right here with us. He's right there with you in that situation that you're going through right now. Whichever situation that might be, in the difficult moments. He will always give us that peace because it's interesting. He told his disciples not to have any fear, to trust in him, to trust in him. And you know what? He's telling us the same words to us today because his words are true and he is forever. Amen. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. He doesn't change. The promises that were given to his disciples, to Thomas, are given to us too. Do you believe that? I believe that. Number two, the source of our peace. Jesus said on that verse 27, My peace I give to you. So I would say that the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are the source of peace. They are the source of peace. Paul wrote this to the Romans on chapter one, verse seven. To all those in Rome who have love, who, who have been loved by God and are called to be saints, grace to you <clears throat> and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So basically he's saying this, peace Don't come from signing any papers or any documents at the UN. Peace do not come from the drugs or alcohol. Peace can only come from the Trinity. That's it. There is no other way. And again, this is a gift that's been given to us. By believing in Jesus Christ and the faith that we have also, it's a gift. They are all gifts. And the question again is. Are you put into practice? Are you are you using these gifts that are given to us? And if there are friends here today. I want to tell you that God loves you. That Jesus loved you so much that he died for you on the cross. And he understands what you are going through right now. And you might have the questions about. Why me? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my family? And those are good questions. But I will suggest this to you. Instead of looking down, of uh, trying to answer these questions, or trying to figure out why this is happening, don't look down. Look up because your help comes from up there, from the heavens. It comes from God himself. And he loves you. And he wants to give you peace in the midst or in the middle of the storms, whatever storm that you might be going. Jesus loves you. God loves you. So he wants you to uh, to experiment his salvation, number one and that can only happen when you come to him and repent of your sins and say Lord here I am use me use me and he will give you all the gifts that you could imagine and one of them is peace peace so we have seen point number one the, the nature of peace And we have seen the source of peace which is God. Now we are going to go to the last part on, on point number three. The contrast of peace. The opposite of peace. And Jesus wrote this or told this to his disciples. That his peace is not as the world gives it to you. I give you peace. So the peace that God gives you and gives me. It's way different than what the world offers for you. There's a big difference. Huge, huge difference. No real peace will be found in the world at all. I wrote this. The world only offers a temporary sense of peace and tranquility. But it's not a permanent. It's not permanent. You know, people go through these tribulations in their lives, hardship, lost. And many of them, it's sad when they have to go to a liquor store, get all those bottles of booze, and start drinking to try to forget their pains, their sorrows, their situations. Or they just go down the road To a corner street Or get some drugs Mix them with alcohol And they think At that moment That they're doing the right thing They think that at that moment Everything is forgotten Everything is gone But the truth and the reality is that When they wake up from the high It's just worse Or while they're doing it They could get in their car have an accident. Hurt themselves. Hurt somebody. kill somebody. They go to jail. It, it, it just got worse. And there is no hope for people like that. That's what they think. But you and I know that there is hope. And that's why we need to preach the gospel to our neighbors. And the best way to do that. Because <clears throat> your neighbors know when you're going through a hardship. Right? They know that. They know if you lose your job. They know if you lost a relative. They know that. They they know if there is an illness in the family. Because they they see you. And we are witnesses of God's peace in the world. We are His ambassadors. Could you think about this for a moment? And if the people in the world that non-believers... Act like they act. Like I, I just I just made an example of that. And they see us. That we believe in Jesus Christ. That we trust in Jesus Christ. And they see us. Maybe not going to get drugs. Or getting drunk. Or even if some people in the church are doing that. What would those people say? Men. You seem like a guy. Or a woman. That have no hope. And you go to church. You know what I'm trying to get at, right? We're not witnessing God's peace in our own life. But when your neighbors, they see you, that you lost a job, that you lost somebody, that you're going through a hardship in your household, and they see you, they say, how are you doing? Well, I'm, you know, I'm things are bad, but you know what? I'm trusting in the Lord. At one time, um, I was in a situation where I lost my job, right? I had no income. And, 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 and somebody say, well, how are you going to do it? I told them, that's not my problem. They said, what? I, th- I said, that's not my What do you mean that's not your problem? Well, you got to pay bills, don't you? I said, yeah, you're right. But you know my daddy, what he promised to me? on Psalm 23 verse 1 that he is my shepherd and I should not want so that's not my problem that's his problem that guy looked at me like if I was crazy but I was just trusting in God's word I'm just trusting in his promises that didn't mean that I wasn't going to go and look for a job that was, that didn't mean that I was just going to be standing there and they're like oh I got you know like uh, the prophet right I say he was just sitting down and the birds brought him food no that wasn't me I was going to go ahead and and look for, for a job and I did and I got the job right but it's expressing to the people that don't know Christ that I believe in him and that he is greater and that I have peace in my heart knowing that he will provide for my family and for myself so we need to do that so people up there know that there is a God. And that's called witnessing. Witnessing is not just all right, the pastor is gonna go, we're gonna go on the street and we're gonna do no. True witnesses start with the people close to you, your Jerusalem, right? Your family members that are not believers, your neighbors that are not believers, the people at work that are not believers. You lose your job and you say, man, what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. Pastor Mario said, trust in God. Well, I don't say that. Scripture said that, right? Say, don't worry. Be happy. Rejoice in the Lord. I, what, are you, what are you jumping up and down? You don't have a job. Well, you know, I trust in my God. I trust in my Jesus. Trust. Trust in him. John MacArthur wrote this. If the unbelievers understood the wrath of God and the awaiting torment awaiting them in hell they will never enjoy a moment of peace in this life. People think that peace comes from the money they have in the bank until they get an illness that cannot be cured. I don't care how much money you have when they come knocking at the door, forget about it. It, it, it shocks your foundation. What are you going to do then? There's only one way it's ask God to give you peace, ask God to save your life, ask God for forgiveness. Isaiah 48, 22 says, There is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. There is no peace. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 3 says, While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them. As labor pain comes upon the pregnant woman, and they will not escape. That's a prophetic word right there. People try to, to write these treaties about peace and there will be uh, uh, peace throughout the world. Nah. That ain't really going to happen. The Antichrist is going to come out and he's going to promise peace to everybody in the world. And you know what? People are going to fall for that. I don't say that scripture says that. But thank God that we're gonna be gone with Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Because after that, and when people believe fake news, right? (laughs) He's gonna, he's he's he promised, he promised peace, but there will be no peace. There will be no peace at that moment. It's gonna get worse. But right now Those that have believed in Jesus Christ We could enjoy the peace Even while we're here on earth Even if you're going through a hardship Even if you're going through a hard situation Right now at this moment And I don't know basically none of you guys I I, I don't know what's going on in your lives But I know there is hardship there It's weird when people ask us Hey how you feeling? Hey I'm feeling great And sometimes we put a face like Game on right? Yeah everything is good And sometimes things are not like that There is a reality We live in a broken world We are all sinners As believers We repent right? Right? We are already repented from our sins but we still fall. We still make mistakes. We still sin. That's reality. And when I, if I sin, or when I sin, I'm not talking about like big sins, right? Like big things. But it's a sin. You know what? I kind of, I kind of feel bad. I lose my peace in that relationship with my God. I say, I can't believe, Lord, that I did this. I can believe it. So I need to be real, right? About my the life that I'm living. And not just be a, a religious person. Just kind of checking the boxes. No, I need to be down to earth and say, Lord, I'm losing my peace because of this, because of this, because of this situation. And I come before you and I'm talking to you, Lord, because you have promised me that you will give me peace in this situation. And you know what? Something happens. I don't know how He does it. But you know what I'm talking about. He gives us peace. He gives us peace. If you have to make a big decision in your life right now. And, and you're like, I, I, I don't know. You're not certain about these things. And then you have no peace. My suggestion be, don't do it. Don't do it. Should I marry this guy or this girl? you know, and you have no peace? Time out. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just pray. Bend your knees. Pray to God. And He will give you that peace. And when He gives you that peace, you, you will know, you will understand. And I want to close with this. With verse 1 on John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. I repeat again. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Jesus said. Believe also in me. Trust in him. Young men, young women that are here today. I get the peer pressure that you guys get it's not easy for the young generation amen it's not and a lot of these young people today they have no peace in their lives they're uncertain about their future politics again take your peace away it takes our peace away but our Lord Jesus Christ Gives us peace He gives you peace I want to call to you today I don't know if you are Accustomed to have people come up front And we pray for them or not uh, And that's fine You don't have to stand up Come but right where you are If you want Just pray to God Let's just take a little bit of time And just pray to God uh, I want to invite my daughter so Maybe she could sing that song if that's okay and, and, and just kind of listen to these words And and meditate And whatever Situation that you're going Or you're having right now Just trust in the Lord And again I read this to you Let not your heart Be troubled Just trust in God Trust in Jesus Whatever situation That you might be going through Just trust Him so while she plays this song, just pray to God. You don't have to come up. Let's all bow our heads and just meditate.
2: You will say true even when the lights come. Your word remains true Even when my thoughts don't lie now I will stand so On each promise you make Let the rest fade away There's a peace far beyond All understanding May it ever set my heart at ease Anxiety come, but remember the pieces of promise you keep. Pieces of promise you keep. You will stay true, even in the chaos. Your word remains true, even when my mind wreaks havoc. I will be still, for I know not alone. My Jehovah Shalom, there's a peace far beyond full understanding. May it ever set my heart at ease. What anxiety feels to remember is peace is a promise you keep. We well, thank you,
1: Father, for, for your word. Your word gives us hope. We pray that you will bless each family here and whatever circumstances they might be going through, that you give them peace because you have promised us that you will give us this peace as a gift to all of us that believe in you.
2: Which sure. sure. promise he keeps
1: and the people of God says Amen Amen. God bless you, thank you for your support and for your prayers please don't stop praying for us, Amen God bless you
0: Let's stand and join hands we'll dismiss with our song that we normally dismiss with King of my heart, nothing else satisfies only you, You are my best, you my day, you my, my God, with the mercy of your blessings, my God. my God. Hiding am not dead. When the big no is won, may I reach heaven's joy, oh bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever it be, fall. Still, leave my vision to the and fall. Heart of are be be my vision of the world.